0: You look so excited. Yes, because uh, we
1: didn't have a have a podcast for a while, right? I think it's Hold like two on, weeks two, or something like that. Two or three weeks. Yeah, we haven't uploaded it. I think.
0: I know we we were like planning on doing it before, but then I would always get tired. You get tired of it. I think that's like the classic like reason why we don't get stuff done. It's just like I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, you know what's funny, like. In the last episode i was just like you know what we shouldn't like stress about christmas and then right after that episode i started to stress about presents yeah you
1: got really stressed about (laughs) writing cards buying stuff the exact
0: opposite happened of like what i just said and i was like oops (laughs) but um yeah because i think last episode we were just like yeah christmas should really be about just like spending time with each other we shouldn't care about getting presents but then also (laughs) at the same time i'm just like Oh, like my, I want to get like the best things that I can for the people I care about. So I want to, I want to like show that. And then I started to where it's like, oh, no, okay, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I started to freak out. And
1: yeah, it started immediately after the the, podcast. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> so, that We had this happens.
1: Christmas episode where we were talking about, like, stuff that we like about Christmas, yeah. old memories, and I really like this one.
0: I can't believe that Christmas is almost here. I feel like every year I'm never, like, prepared for Christmas. Mm-hmm. It just, like, happens.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a cliche, but uh, it feels like it's getting so much faster, mm-hmm. like, summer and then it's Mm. it's already like i mean the weather was really really bad the last super rainy yeah super super rainy super cloudy yeah so this year we went to the christmas market a lot i have been there like three three times you've been yeah Hmm. so yeah i'm kind kind of over and i I don't need to go to christmas markets anymore this year no more christmas
0: (laughs) i was there two times this um this year once with um you and your mom mm-hmm. and i got this like big thing of cotton candy.
1: Yeah, you got the, the <laughs> big cotton candy overload.
0: It, it was huge. Like i didn't even expect it to be that big. And when i asked for it i was just like, oh yeah, i'll have an extra large cotton candy cuz i was like i can it'll be in a bag and i can take it home. And then i saw i saw like the lady like spinning the cotton candy and I was like okay she's going to put that in a bag and he was like no she just gave it to me on the stick and it was huge <laughs> and like i my was my
1: first reaction was like oh what's going on i was
0: too like st- i was too like shocked and shy to like say anything so i just took it i was like, Thank it, and I, like <laughs> walked away with it, and like at least I got to like a lot of people who passed by me were very like amused by yeah, what they, I
1: was... yeah they had this like smirk on their face like, mm, she re- she really enjoys the Christmas and then I
0: was just like standing there <laughs> I was just standing there waiting for you and your mom to show up and I was like I was like this is funny but I'm also a little bit embarrassed right now
1: <laughs> but I helped you like yeah uh, you helped me eat it yeah I, I ate let's say one third of it or so.
0: Oh, not even you had like maybe
1: really one one quarter.
0: Yeah, maybe something like that.
1: It's good though. Like I, I really enjoy cotton candy.
0: Yeah, I think, I think I overdid it though because, yeah, it was the thing that was like it was rain. It was kind of like drizzling that day, so the cotton candy was kind of like melting. But it was good. I try not to eat cotton candy all the time because when I do eat it, it's just like. Mm.
1: Yeah, delicious. once you start, you want to finish. It's yeah, the sweetest sin.
0: And then I tried these uh, roasted. What's the the chestnut. Chestnuts. Yeah, chestnuts. You sure? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I tried those, and I actually didn't have a re- a reaction. Mm-hmm. I hope, but maybe. <laughs> well, like, cause maybe it's like one of those things where your mom like gives me those apples that I can eat, and like I can eat maybe one apple, but I can't eat more than that.
1: I guess chestnuts are not really considered nuts. So yeah, they are, are peanuts. Uh,
0: peanuts aren't considered nuts. They're legumes.
1: <laughs> legumes?
0: Legumes. Legumes. It's like legumes. kind of like beans.
1: Beans. Yeah, maybe, I mean, chestnuts are growing on trees, like... So maybe that's I don't know. But you didn't feel anything. You didn't have any like, no, just reaction. skepticism. <laughs> skepticism at first, <laughs> then trying to eat small bits. Yeah, and bit, bit by bit. Yeah, this the certainty came was yeah. getting bigger that you that you can eat it. It's
0: really difficult though because like. I have a general idea of, like, what foods I can't eat, so, like, I know that I can't eat a lot of raw fruit and vegetables and then, like, nuts, but then, like, it's always difficult when when it's like, oh, but, like, this is technically not in that category, but it doesn't really matter what, like, my body doesn't care oh it's like a different it's actually like from a different tree mm. so whatever my body reacts to my body reacts to it's not mm. like i go oh since that's the case then it'll definitely be okay <laughs> but i don't know like it's i feel like my allergies have always been really confusing because i find that i'm allergic to some things or maybe i'm a bit more tolerant of some things and then others it's just like nope
1: <laughs> yeah but some stuff also disappear right you can, you could eat or is it that everything got worse? Like everything got worse. Was there anything that you could eat, you, that you couldn't eat before that you c- could eat now? I think it
0: just depends on the quantities. So I can eat almonds in small quantities, um, and but I don't know. It's confusing because there's this. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is like really bad today. <laughs> um, there's like this almond coconut. Thing that I bought, and I like, I can't eat that at all. Mm. Oh my gosh, my voice is like crazy right now. Hang on, let's make some water.
1: Maybe because you were streaming before.
0: I was talking a lot today and yesterday. Streaming. I, yeah, I'm trying to, so I've been doing a lot of Duolingo lately. And, um, yeah, I decided to try to stream it on Twitch. And, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's fun. And I really like playing Duolingo. And then, but um, when you're streaming, you're talking a lot more than you usually do. <laughs>
1: That's what I figured. You're talking like how much? Like,
0: it's like three. Yesterday,
1: like two hours. Yesterday, three, two hours.
0: Today, three really hours. Three hours, And, yeah. like, I'm not really somebody who talks that much. <laughs> Despite how much I talk in the podcast, I find that in general, I'm very, like... I don't know.
1: Your voice sounds very (laughs) erotic. (laughs) (laughs) So serious.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, hello, guys. Hello, guys. I think, but I actually don't know if this is like an allergy or an. I don't know. I've heard that my voice can like, this happens to my voice if I'm around like certain dogs. For too long,
1: mm. yeah, but me—I mean, I heard you talking for I don't know, like five hours in total, yeah. like two days, so it could be that your voice is a bit like
0: tired,
1: t- tired by it. But just, so, so, what did you do? Like, you have this. New up upcoming projects, so to speak. I know. You wanna clue us in about your learning experience. I'm like,
0: I'm like very notorious for switching projects. Like I'll pick up one and like dabble in it for a while and then eventually I'll lose interest. Not lose interest, but then I'll find something else and be like, Ooh, hey, I wanna try that instead. A... <laughs> so Duolingo is my current um but it's it's my been current news.
1: <laughs> the, the current but it's been your muse for a while, right? I mean, you, I, I, I've seen you playing. I don't know, like almost for two months or so. I'm on like a
0: fifty-one day streak.
1: Fifty-one day streak,
0: or something like that.
1: Do you find it like Duolingo has some new features? Do Do you oh, find yeah. that helpful or? It's
0: definitely changed since when I first started using it. I first started using it back in 2014 when I was learning German. Um, like my sister and I. Hi, Kristen. We were, (laughs) we went backpacking around Europe and, um, I would kind of like use our time at the hostels to practice Duolingo, do a few German lessons and stuff. Um, and yeah, it has changed quite a bit. So I think there's a lot more advanced, um, like it kind of, it's less of a beginner and it kind of goes more into an intermediate, um, level of language, at least for German they've added like a feature where you can where they like do stories like short stories and there's a bit Mm. of like a reading comprehension component to it that's only for certain languages um and yeah uh i'm currently learning so german i've gone back to i started learning dutch um and i've also kind of gone back to french as well and then I'm my other other language is uh, Chinese, and but the thing though and is Greek. that <laughs> and Greek, but like okay, so I've I've done like I I did like maybe five lessons in Greek, and so I, it's kind of hard to say. Oh yeah, I'm doing Greek in. But
1: can you read it now through Duolingo? Does it teach you how to read it?
0: So Greek, I'm still learning, so that one I can't really say it, I know anything. Chinese, I've I'm learning it, but I can't produce any. Like, sentences. Mm. Well, like, I can, but not on the spot. So, it definitely requires some, like, in-person practice, I would say. Um, And then, yeah, Dutch, I can understand parts, but I haven't tested just, like, listening to, to, like
1: went through the whole um, app right I, I then the whole program for the, Dutch
0: yeah but well there there's like a beginner lesson and then it goes into like advanced so you can go through it one time at level one and then has level two three four five so I've gone through one level one of all of the Dutch lessons so now I'm just working my way kind of trying to improve different parts. But I think with Dutch, the only reason why I've gotten so far into, like, completing the entire course on level one is just because of my knowledge in German.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But I think my pronunciation is really not that good. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to produce sentences just yet. Mm. Like, my German is very, very much a lot more advanced than all the other languages
1: but with german do you find dutch is easy do you see a lot of similarities
0: yeah there are a lot of similarities um it helps it, it helps with comprehending but it doesn't help with producing sentences so like maybe i can use it to guess what the word would be and i try to just turn it into like a dutch sounding word but um i think it really mostly helps with comprehension but not much else
1: we found we found some do you still remember it some W- words that are very similar to german mm-hmm. but that are like if if you have like so if you think about like maybe like two or three levels mm-hmm. uh, back like you can see like you can see that there is a connection to german yeah but it's very remote he said Do that you still remember that or like these words i found very inter- interesting because it's in german <clears throat> You you just see the similarity, but mm-hmm. you have to go into another level, so
0: Ah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, ooh, I can't think of them on the spot. Like, So, the word for important in Dutch is like belangrijk.
1: Ah, yeah, belangrijk yeah. And
0: you said that, or no, maybe I was talking to Celine. It kind of has this more of like, because um, it also has the same relation as bedeutung.
1: Yeah, it's belang, yeah, yeah, belangreich, something like that, probably.
0: I don't know, you know better than me.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a good example, yeah.
0: But yeah, I haven't like studied the I haven't really like compared enough Dutch and German, but I think it's cool. I think lingu- linguistics in general is really interesting, and I'm really enjoying doing Chinese just because it's um it's just like a very different language compared to all the um like the Germanic and the Latin languages that I've kind of looked into. And I like that it has these, like, different tones in, um, in like, how you say things. Like, tone plays a big part, and that's the new component that I like about it. Mm. But, yeah, I would definitely like to learn a lot more languages. Like, I want to go back to learning Russian. Um, I want to kind of learn a bit of Arabic. And, yeah, I think it would be cool to just, like, learn a bit of all these different kinds of languages. Like, from all these different branches,
1: so you what do do you wanna have a solid level or what's your goal like? Do you wanna have, let's say, one is really advanced, mm-hmm. one is intermediate, one is low. How would you categorize it?
0: I think I just want to get to a point where, like, if I meet somebody, then I can at least share like a small exchange of what I know about their language, because I think that it helps you kind of reach this sort of. Um, kind of like extending a hand towards somebody right. like you're you're trying to show them that you um, like are interested in their culture stuff like that um, but yeah because I think I think it's really easy to kind of have these barriers between other cultures just because of I don't know so many things but once you have at least um, when you show that you're interested in their language at least then you're interested in communicating with them and having that connection so in terms of like fluency i actually don't think i'm too concerned about being super fluent but i would like to at least learn a little bit to just be like ah, oh, yeah hello <laughs> hello <laughs> like <laughs> like ni hao <laughs> or i don't know and <laughs> but uh well german obviously i want to be fluent fluent in it be able to work in it um it would be nice to become fluent in french um, but that will take some effort and dutch uh it would be nice but it's not like a priority so it's
1: more like a like side project okay? mm-hmm. it's nice to have some like basic like you can go to a shop and then you can read and you can have some chit chats but
0: hmm well like with you because you speak so many languages was it ever like was it always a goal for you to become fluent in those languages
1: um yeah i think for but i don't really maybe similar to your what what you were saying before i i'm not so in like i don't have to be like perfect perfect but i i really enjoy like these languages where you have a solid like conversational level Mm -hmm. like greek i can do and also Russian that, that, that is my pride mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah I'm also looking forward to new languages so mm-hmm. um, yeah Chinese would be really cool mm-hmm. um, and I don't I, I have this feeling like for Italian I, I, mm-hmm. I, I would really like to have some basic knowledge because we had Latin at school mm-hmm. so I guess it, it, it will be very easy yeah. to, to catch up on that maybe Tagalog, your, Tagalog, your yeah. Tagalog, like the Filipino language yeah. would, would also be nice.
0: I'm actually interested in like, I was trying to, s- I went to the bookstore the other day and I tried to see if they had any books on Tagalog, but um, I, they don't have any. So I would probably have to order something online. I always like get, not always, but I often get this question from um well, the question itself isn't the problem; it's the reaction that get, that comes afterwards. So, like, people will often ask me, like, "Oh, yeah, do you speak?" When I tell them that I'm Filipino, they'll be like, "Oh, do you like speak Filipino? Do you speak Tagalog?" Um, and after I go, "No," <laughs> um, and then they always think that it's like a shame that I that mm. I haven't learned it. And I do, I get it, but have I talked about this before already? I feel like I have. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't. But like I don't know. I like I I understand where my parents were coming from because they had come from the Philippines. My mom's first language isn't even Filipino. It's yeah. English. So, I don't know if they really I don't know. I think my my family came to Canada wanting to be Canadian. So, I think they wanted us to have the more Canadian experience, which I think I think like speaking Filipino doesn't mean that you're not having a Canadian experience, but I don't know. it's just a choice that my parents made, and that's fine. And I think like I can get by without it. I find that since I'm not surrounded by as many Filipinos anymore, it's really more of just like a like a hobby skill to have, mm. not necessarily a means to communicate with people. But yeah, it would be it would be nice to at least learn a bit of a, a bit of it, like at least beginner stuff.
1: I can imagine that you even though you don't speak it regularly, but you but you you've been exposed to it, right, for a while. Like you, you I, know the sounds yeah, the a sounds. bit. Mm-hmm. You know some words already. So I think it's a it's a pretty like it would be an easy start for you because you have this like impetus this uh urge even like mm-hmm. there, there was a re for me it's always like do you have a reason for that mm-hmm. language like for gree for greece uh, for greek for greek we we have the house with family connection yeah. there and then then okay there's like it's it's just that you have a reason to learn yeah. it uh russian for instance i i went there for work and for like visiting i have a lot of russian friends here so yeah check also there's mm-hmm. a reason and the same like okay english we um talk english once in a while <laughs> uh, sometimes. sometimes we talk english and yeah that's i think if you have a good reason for a language it makes it like the motivation like this mm-hmm. intrinsic motivation mm-hmm. should be there and then you can Build, build up from that. Yeah. Oh, what, what what's your take on that?
0: Yeah, I think for me, my motivation most of the time is like when I meet somebody who's from a certain country. I'm like, oh, well, like I want to learn a few phrases from from your country, and so yeah, I think the languages that I'm learning at the moment have a lot to do with like the people that I come across. Um, yeah, I would like to go back to Russian, but it's difficult. <laughs> But, yeah, I think I've met...
1: Are there, for instance, are there Russian speakers? Have you been exposed to Russian speakers in Mm -mm. Canada?
0: Mm -mm. Actually, well, there are Russian speakers in Canada. I don't know any personally in Canada, though. Um, I do know know a few, but they're not, like, my friends. They're from, like, other people's Mm. friends. But, yeah, I think... um, I said this to a few of my friends. Like, I would like to learn a bit more... Russian, because I think I do have this sort of, like, prejudice towards Russian. I always, like, feel this, like, inferiority complex. (laughs) Because I, like, as a generalization, I think a lot of Russians are very well educated, and I think that they are, um, they have a lot of knowledge in, like, philosophy and, like, a lot of, um... And especially in, like, computing science, they have a large focus in mathematics. And these Mm. are skills that I don't have. So when I come across a lot of Russians, I'm just like, okay, they, like, know so much more than me. And I shouldn't, like, I, I can acknowledge that, but I shouldn't have... I shouldn't set myself that barrier from them and, like, have this fear of people just because they might know more than me. So I think by me learning Russian, it would help me kind of break that barrier and be able to not necessarily, like, talk to them in, in Russian, but just to get a more understanding of, like, I don't know. I do think, like, I am a, I'm, I'm, like, very ashamed of, like, this kind of... Um, views that i have and it's something that i don't know i think it's just from a lack of exposure maybe
1: exposure therapy you're learning yeah. it to encounter your fears i'm
0: already like doing enough exposure therapy <laughs> at the moment
1: but it's, but it's funny because i find that here the prejudice is more okay russians are like heavy drinkers or so like it's mm. like we don't have so much exposure to like russian being like this uh super smart people mm. that are like nobel prize winners in mathematics oh, okay. or yeah
0: because like my exposure to russians y- yeah, are people y- in like in, in, in university, IT, yeah. one of
1: like the best universities <laughs> in germany there are of course a lot of also yeah. like the best people from russia mm. i would say so i think It's funny because here, like a lot of here, there are a lot of Russian Germans, Mm -hmm. and they they have their own history. Like they've been um, deported to a certain area Mm -hmm. where they could live, so they could come back to Germany when they have some like remote um, roots or like descendancy from Germany, and then they they would come back in like post uh, Soviet Union, Mm -hmm. and then but since they were more like uh growing up in more like smaller rural areas they would not be that educated so for a while here it was like okay the Ru- like mm. the german prejudice was more oh the the right in the nine in the late 90s was okay they are the russians they are always drinking mm. and stuff like that and um but that that might be very uh, peculiar because they are here from that german uh russian um uh connect or not connection from the german russian background mm. so that's that was in- interesting how how you view russia mm-hmm. and it's so cool that you want to learn it to um yeah me- uh, to encounter your own mm. Biases, maybe something like that.
0: Yeah, definitely, because I do acknowledge that, like, like that's the reason why I'm so like timid around a lot of Russians. Out of me, because I'm, I always feel so like inferior to them, and I think that's a very unhealthy way. Because <laughs> you're just putting this image on people that not might like. It's I don't know. You're not seeing them as a person. You're seeing them as this idea, and that's not how you should view people. So yeah, I think i don't know i have a lot to learn this is like something i'm very like embarrassed to admit but i i know it's like a thing that i need to deal with
1: but then what was your motivation for chinese for because there there are also a lot of Mm. super smart chinese people in it whether it's in germany or in canada um always more like out of curiosity well
0: like i've I think it's just because there are so many Chinese people in Germany and in Canada that like, it's kind of like, why not if so many people around you are like, um, and I just think it's a really interesting language, mm. like with, because of how like different it is and like how tone plays a factor into it, how, um, the characters don't represent letters, but represent actual yeah. words. And I think that's really interesting. Um... But yeah, like, I often, not often anymore, but every so often I'll go to, like, a Chinese store to buy groceries, and I don't know, It would like, sometimes I'm kind of like, oh, it'd be cool if I could at least talk to, like, the cashier <laughs> in Chinese, just, like, those small interactions. But in general, like, I think you and I, like, just have this really, like, keen interest in language and trying to speak them
1: yeah, i think it's hard to understand a, a culture without the language mm-hmm. it's probably impossible like for me speaking or learning russian is a totally new experience because the language itself is very different
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean for russian they, they have some they're always torn between west and east and they have this uh Admiration towards the West, but the, then they are kind of not fitting in with the West. That is like this common mm. recurring theme with Russia and trying to fit in, and then the West isn't accepting Russia. Yeah, and um, but it's in the language you s- you see the these uh, influences like there is French, there is German. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of German words in in Russian. Mm. And but then the grammar is very interesting because it has no form of to be, like mm-hmm. you just say, I um, hungry, I hungry, I buy, I blah blah, like mm-hmm. there's no f- form of am, yeah, which which keeps me busy because it's always like, like some languages don't have this form for being, so is mm-hmm. it because right there is a less a sense of individuality, or mm-hmm. it's like a, th- that is maybe yeah. indi- individualism. Is, I don't know if that's too far a stretch, mm. but it's it's an in- interesting thought because like this, all these Western languages have this like very strong individualism, mm-hmm. like express yourself. But if if in your language you cannot represent this this form, maybe. Is it is it a reflection of the culture, or does the language re- reflect the culture? I like w- w- what is what comes first. Mm. Uh, that's yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's really like interesting to see this relation between like the grammar versus yeah. the language and how it has to do with like the culture and the mindset. Um, like one th- one example that my sister pointed out to me, hi Kristen, again, <laughs> was that in a lot of languages, for example, in German, you say. I have hunger. And Ah, in English, you say, I am hungry. So in English, it's almost saying that like, like with, there's a difference when you say I have something and I am something. When you have hunger, that's just saying that I myself am in possession of something, but it's not a part of me. Oh yeah. But when, when, in English, when you're, when you're hungry, then you're saying that I, as a person, I am hungry this is who I am. And I think that does have a different kind of um I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's uh, never thought about it. Another interesting fact is this uh the lack of this polite form in English like
0: Oh yeah, formal. Uh,
1: formal for like in yeah. Germany you say du uh, und sie mm-hmm. and it is very important like if mm-hmm. you say du uh it's very like you wouldn't say that to an elderly person right for for like trying to explain for English speakers and Z is like this formal form that you should address uh in let's say like bureaucracy and stuff like that then it's even yeah. written in in capital letters yeah so it's still very like german is still very formal in that mm. way and that still makes the conversation also everything like the business word politics mm-hmm. it makes it a bit more complicated i find whereas like for instance like, i go to your f- family's house i don't have to think mm should I, can I say, True, yeah. do or see to your mm-hmm. parents, which it, it already lowers that that barrier that I would traditionally have when I was introduced to a German mm-hmm. family that I don't know, right? So yeah. you don't, in the beginning, you would never say to your let's say, to your uh, father-in-law, you wouldn't address him by saying, okay, now uh, do. Like, yeah. you cannot say that, right? Yeah. But...
0: Um, I, I really struggled with that when I was
1: learning. Yeah, the, the, but for... The, yeah, it's... It's um, it's just, like, different because I, I really enjoy that English where you don't, uh, way of introducing and not even, like, thinking about mm-hmm. how to address somebody. Mm-hmm. But well, you find that difficult in German? Like- I
0: find it really difficult. Well, I've gotten better at it, um, but like I think for me, I'm trying to figure out when do you switch from Z to do. Like, do you have to officially be like, yeah, okay,
1: that's yeah.
0: Because you know what? I, I don't know if this is the right thing. If I'm doing this right or not. So, like with the cashiers that I've been like that we see all the time. So we have yeah that one guy, and then there's another lady who I talked to, and I started using do with her. Mm. But she uses do with me as well, so I don't know if that's, like, okay, but... How, how old is she? She's, like, she's... Roughly. Uh, I want to say maybe in her 50s. Okay. She's, like, but she's, like, very friendly, like, I don't know. Whenever I see her, because, like, in Germany, you don't typically ask people how they are, but when I see her, I do ask her how she is. So I'll be, mm. like, yeah, wie geht's dir? Yeah, there's the also
1: a difference, right? Yeah. There's, Small talk cultures yeah. versus like the German.
0: Well, like yeah, because yeah, <laughs> well, like at least with her because since we know who like we know each other kind of in the in the yeah. grocery store context. Like I've seen her a lot, so I, that's why like I ask her how she is. And but I don't know if that's okay for me to use do. Or would you rather use Z with somebody?
1: I don't know. It, I think it always depends on the context. I think if she's really,
0: she's really friendly
1: i think even germans we do that we, we, we there's no rule for it like there is a rule of mm. course you don't it's more
0: like a feeling
1: it's it's a feeling so yeah i think for foreigners it's 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 even harder but i, I forgive me yeah it, it, it's hard to to explain it i how would you generalize it I, I would say like elderly people like really old people
0: yeah
1: you would say Z. Mm. Let's say beyond their 60s. But if you don't know, you can use do, maybe. Okay. Younger people, I think, always use do there. That it would be weird. Yeah. And at work, it depends just on what is like this culture.
0: So like, even if it's like somebody in a business context, but they're your age, would you still use do?
1: That is diff- difficult. I.
0: Don't That's know. why like, I was never... Yeah, sometimes I'll, like, I'll be at a restaurant and it's somebody who's kind of like my age, but I'll still say z. And I don't know if that's being weird or not.
1: I I think it Like if you go to McDonald's, you can uh, you can definitely say do.
0: <laughs> so usually, there's, so there's kind of like the status but, sort but of thing
1: then. If it's a like super like high up restaurant uh, like uh, Michelin. F- star restaurant you would rather say Z even if it's I think it's here it depends on the context
0: okay but I'm not going to the Michelin star restaurant unless I have a gift card
1: yeah true me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's yeah it's it's a very tricky thing but do you have other idea like uh, other stuff that you remember for like different languages what what, what to concern or oh, what to just consider
0: like the, the genders <laughs> the gender, yeah well, like, Old English used to have genders, Yeah, or the,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, there's ol- six
1: six cases there before. Yeah, I, they also uh, had
0: cases, but yeah. now we've just been like, no, we only have um, who, and <laughs> yeah, who and whom. Yeah, who and whom. And that's pretty much it. And then there's, like, the genders are just the. So that's cool. Yeah, it's uh, easy. But I think like Eng- uh, even though English doesn't have these like genders and cases, it still has this other complexities like
1: oh, yeah.
0: how that there, there are so many like exceptions to the rules. Um, and it's just like a mishma- mishmash of like all these other languages. So I... I think the only reason why people are very good at learning it is because it's just so widely spoken. Uh-huh. But if it were a less common language, it would be really difficult to learn, I would think.
1: I think English is really hard, I would say. Yeah. Because, yeah, it has so... First, it has so many words. Mm-hmm of course it's like the lingua franca so you have the the more words you have the more universal the language is Mm -hmm. but then you have got all like the pronunciation can be really hard Mm -hmm. and uh yeah the grammar like these forms uh, are also not that easy i would say so it's so
0: how you have like different spellings for through yeah and how the ending o-u-g-h has so many different ways to read it like uh-huh. you can't just read something and know how to say it like in germany you don't have to know german but if you know the phonetics you can read a sentence and mm. know how to read it
1: yeah then also german has such an influx of english words already well yeah nowadays like yeah. The, the, the basically all like it language mm-hmm. like uh, like uh, newer words or there's so much slang from from english that's in, incorporated how do you already. feel about
0: this movement from like pure german to this kind of german english hybrid of a language because i know that there's some people who don't like this that german is becoming more anglicized
1: i i think you cannot stop it i mean it's just like a political trend because we have still like a very globalized uh, society and i, I don't want to like miss like all the amenities or all these like input that you have like people when they used to be like just like speaking ju- just German, i think they would also be getting bored after a while i mean i I read a lot of literature i still i I started uh, one of the german classics from uh, fontane and the this language is so old-fashioned like Mm. you can barely read it so i think language always evolves and you you, like artificially you could probably not stop and that's why maybe now in the future we would have more like turkish arabic Mm in input and um yeah purity of language makes no like english is a mishmash of uh, french and of like you have the the, the german side uh, that's why it's a germanic lang- language and then you've got the french side from these like uh, times of the settlement i think where they were speaking french at the court so it's it's kind of like a mish much between german and uh, r- uh, r- uh, romanic languages already so mm-hmm. um the same goes german ha- had also like a lot of um they have mishmash by the way is that hebrew word, word and so it has has had a lot of uh, um hebrew or um uh, this yiddish in 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 uh, input mm-hmm. and then also french so mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think English is, like, a very mixed language. Yeah. Um, I was I was listening to a podcast by Ologies, and it was done on linguistics. I love that episode, because, like, um, it was with a professor in linguistics, and she was talking about how, yeah, like, language is always evolving. Just has, even with English, how you have this new, like how like kids these days are like, they have their own vocabulary already. Same with like Germans. They have their own vocabulary that's different from older generations. Mm. And that's just, that's just how language is. It's never, um, it's meant like people speak in the same way that they are surrounded, like with the people that they're surrounded by. So, um, it's language is not really meant to be contained into uh, like this one set of rules that should never be broken. For example, in English that they, they mentioned, you know how, like, technically you shouldn't put a preposition at the end of a sentence? Okay. A preposition is something like by, to... Yeah. So, for um, so example, if I say something like... Um, uh, I'm trying to think of a sentence now. Uh, when should I submit the paper by like when should i when is it due when should i set submit it by it technically that's incorrect yeah but it sounds people are more li- like more likely to say that sentence than like by when should i submit the paper uh, okay. or like to whom am i writing the letter like Th- who this you writing is what the letter? we
1: would uh, probably still learn yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like of course it's correct but like it sounds so like awkward when you say it nowadays because people just tend to use prepositions at the end of sentences Mm. that's why i like this whole like idea of being like a grammar nazi is just like
1: grammar (laughs) nazi
0: have you heard that term no oh really it's a very common term it's basically just like somebody who like is very um Pedantic, P- pedantic about like grammar and like you have to be correct <laughs> and if you're not like so some people take pride in being a grammar nazi or some people like are annoyed by grammar nazis it's just basically like if you like to follow the rules of grammar but mm.
1: that's hilarious because i mean think about like shakespeare and how he was like scolded for for using like certain, like also like how considered one of or the greatest writer probably and but in these days he was also doing stuff that wasn't done before right so yeah. and maybe now some really good rappers also like they are stretching mm. the okay like they're using mm. incorrect words incorrectly they're changing the meanings and that's in a way it's uh art i think like you can always change it and still get by it's just mm-hmm. like this the uh, the how do you say the um the meaning or uh unless it it it, it gets lost or so right mm-hmm. you should be um yeah open to new forms for for languages yeah i think that's like, this grammar is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this term would also, I, th- I think in German, it's it's even more strict because people are like, yeah, we should. What do, you, do you
0: guys have an, a word for somebody who's like, very, like, ooh, your grammar's not right?
1: Pedant. Oh, okay. You could, could say something like that. Mm. Um, but the, that, uh, in German, I think it's a bit special because, like, we had this, especially after the war, mm-hmm. where, like, everybody wanted to get away with, like, they didn't want to have this, like, classic German, like, the uh, they didn't want to have any connection. World War II. Yeah, because kind of. they, like, the Nazis, they actually used that, right? They were having, like...
0: What did they use?
1: They they were using these, some of, like, the, the, the classics. Mm-hmm. They were having these... Um, the, this idea of purity of germans so they were admiring these like romantic writers or some of like musicians they were considered very german so after the war there was this uh, especially like the 68 uh, revolution they were like these hippies they were pretty harsh harsher in germany than in most countries because hmm. they were trying they were trying to get uh, uh loose or to to get rid of the the german influence hmm. so they were sometimes being more um uh uh, oriented towards the u.s or to to france so Hmm. and that's why i hear this like purity for language is still i consider on a more like political level i I guess that's very that's That's very, very german but i i feel in french is also a very strong tendency where they have this I, I think they have that rule you can only play a certain amount of not French songs uh, on the okay. t v for in, hmm. or, uh, on 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 radio
0: Canada has something like that, but in a different direction it's not saying that like. With really? Canada, it's like in radio, it's like you have to reach a certain quota of Canadian music <laughs> You cannot songs.
1: play like 50% of German no, songs. No, no, no. It was
0: saying that like you you had to play, I don't know what the actual number is, but I think like they have to play a certain amount of Canadian music. That's why they played so much Shawn ah, Mendes okay. in the beginning and also... Alanis right.
1: Morissette. <laughs> yeah, yes,
0: yeah, so Lennis Morissette. Kidding, she was, yeah, she, on, she was played on the radios with, like a whole bunch. And same with like Avril Lavigne and like...
1: On loop or...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Everett
1: Levine yeah. Dennis Morrisette and Kidwins. Not Kidwins. What it? Uh, uh, Justin Bieber.
0: Justin Bieber. Well, who else? Mm, Drake. Some forty-one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Billy 40- Talent.
0: And these are artists. that like. For example, you've never heard of Billy Talent, right? In some. No, 40- I heard of. Him. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Never mind.
1: What's your like oh, but explosions I in the sky? I've
0: tried explosions in the sky. They're American, oh. and we're going to their concert. Yes, You're so excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what else? Oh, one thing that they mentioned in the po- in the podcast was about like it's called code switching. It's when the t- the kind of like mannerism of your voice um changes depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. So for example, you and I, we do this code switch when like we kind of we kind of have like our own way of talking to each other. And um in the in the podcast you're talking about how like um, um, African-Americans or black people in the U.S., they have this. Al- they also have this code switching where when they're talking to white people, they talk a certain way, or when they're talking to black people, they talk a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like, interesting because I started to wonder, Like, I am aware that I do change the way that I talk in certain situations, but I just don't know exactly.
1: But uh, isn't that uh, normal? I mean, you would always, like, yeah, but I, it's called, I would also it's a term. talk differently to like people at work than to you <laughs> to, yeah, sure. to, to my family like I yeah. was like situation wise I
0: think it's, it's just ex- well in that con- in the podcast you're kind of more talking about um, just how there is a difference with, with, like in like for black people in the US
1: I, but also
0: just like I think from person to person it's something to think about how you don't even notice that you just like switch from like how you talk to one person to another person like sometimes it's like very like seamless when i start talking to you it's just like <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I read a book it's called uh, the society as a social construct i think mm-hmm. that was cool i this guy i forgot the name berger Luckman. he he's like a sociologist mm-hmm. and he talks about these like basically also about like communication if i got it right and uh, it, yeah just like this mask like this uh, this guy what he also talks about like how you are like wearing different masks in mm. society like uh, according to your situation mm-hmm. to your uh surroundings and yeah it's um it's just like i mean it's common sense but it, it it's still interesting like who who are you really like or are you pretending to be somebody mm. or and yeah it's uh yeah, especially nowadays with all these like fake news, it's. I think it's. It's sometimes really good to think about like how how easy to, or the d- different uh, roles can be played hmm. uh, also, and how how important it is to, to kind of see uh, through it.
0: Yeah, I've noticed how like before. I don't know if I actually did have one, but you now some people have like a telephone voice. Or like, once you start talking on the phone, you're suddenly, yeah. goes like, Hi, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm here
0: to talk about whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: I had a guy, uh, the, 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 or uh, <laughs> one guy, also, I know who when he's like on the telephone, it's like
0: a different person, it's,
1: yeah, it's like so pho- <laughs> phony, <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice one. I, yeah, I also had a, a co worker when I worked at a coffee shop. I was. Um she would when you're talking to her normally um she would just be like hey uh, how's it going whatever Yeah yo, what yeah up? whatever and then like so we have we had like a drive through where you talk on you'd have like a, a headset and you talk to the person so, like, she'd be like, yeah, like, I don't know, it's just hanging out. And then, boom, car comes. Hi, welcome to <laughs> What can I get for you today? <laughs> it's just so funny to watch, like, that switch. <laughs> and I don't think she was, like, aware of, like, how different her voice was, but it's just, like, so funny to watch.
1: Yeah, I find it some, for some people, it's just easy. It's kind of natural. <laughs> they can switch between different yeah. worlds. Like, it's like... like role-playing right so
0: (laughs) but i don't think they like mean to be like be fake it's just like you have a certain situation and you want to present a certain side of you Uh i guess so one is like your very customer side voice customer service side and the other one's just like you're i'm relaxed i'm just talking to whoever or yeah, I guess never. it's
1: it's for as for humans in general. Like we we can adapt to any situation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean if there is a, a group of hooligans you will not be hey, how's it going? Hey. You will say, Hey yeah. and whereas like you you talk to like your, your close friends you can be a bit more goofy.
0: Oh yeah. Do you notice how like my voice changes depending yeah. on the people looking <laughs> at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Okay, so I, my voice does change quite a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, <it's> funny. <laughs> But did you control it? Or do you
0: realize No, it just happens. Like no well, I am aware of it because I don't know, with some friends you just have a certain energy with each other. Yeah. And you kind of just like bounce that off of each other. Mm. So that's what happens. And yeah, it's funny when because I, I also notice it too, but I'm just like, you know what? This is like this is how it is. <laughs> energy rays equals
1: Raise a voice.
0: Well, because, like, if you and I were... T- I, we've talked about this. Like, if suddenly we stopped talking to each other the way that we typically do, I think it'd be really weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think there's also something, like, um, yeah, this mutual understanding that mm-hmm. then... Cha- like, then it, it, you, it's just more comfortable, like, mm-hmm. to, to switch and to be more, like, role-playing. It's not
0: role-playing. It's just, like, different
1: energy different energy levels <laughs> but it's yeah it's very interesting i think i don't know do you think animals can also do that like i, I think they can oh. imitate each other like birds they can imitate they can also imitate other birds also like they can yeah. they have different songs like birds have i i, I read they have like 20 30 mm. songs in the repertory sometimes
0: i'm following this um this i
1: <laughs> Birdman
0: bird. I'm I'm following this account It's not a bird, it's a dog And um, <laughs> this dog is able to ha- Like has learned English words oh. And there is like a, I don't know if I've shown you this account The owners have made this kind of Soundboard full of like buttons And they've programmed the buttons to say something So one button will say um, Outside When you push it <laughs> And then other ones will be like Bye or one will be, like, say uh, this, Stella. Stella's the name of the dog. And um, the dog has learned how to communicate with its owners by pushing, like, the buttons that it wants. Ah, cool. Um, the, the owner is a, is a speech pathologist, I think. Or a linguist, or something like that. But either way, she works with language, so she's kind of developed this kind of system to teach her dog huh. how to speak. And... It's actually really cool because it seems that it actually knows what it's communicating, Mm -hmm. because sometimes it'll even correct them when they don't interpret what Uh the dog is trying to say. So I think that like animals in general are very capable of language. It's just a matter of finding a way to kind of bridge that gap.
1: Yeah I've, I've heard uh, that dogs they can really sense your know, the the owner's voice like mm-hmm. if he's sad for instance mm-hmm. he, they will mm-hmm. r- realize they will come to you yeah. they're going to like try to get some power. like they they try to cheer him up like they mm-hmm. they feel energy they feel yeah. the voice much more intense than we used to think maybe mm-hmm. And also, what was like the these shepherds? There's a special breed. I don't know. Like they have these like shepherd games or so. These dogs that are like trained to like keep the oh yeah the, the sheep in, yep. in in line. We call them sheep dogs. Sheep dogs, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they have a competition. I was really fascinated. I've seen that a while ago. And they can go through like uh, a really complex, um, mm. uh, uh, parkour or something like that. They can, they can <laughs> run over obstacles and then yeah. they, they deliver stuff, but it's really like hard trained, yeah. like brain exercise. And it, yeah, I think dogs, uh, especially dogs are very smart. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I think a lot of animals are a lot more smart than people think. Yeah. Um, they are, um, like, I think it's really cool that, like, um, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Apes or monkeys? or I can't, I can't, I, I'm always, like, for, worried of, like...
1: Chimpanzees. Like, incorrect
0: Incorrectly classifying animals. A- monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this problem before, but let's just go with monkeys. Like, how they can learn, like, sign language. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's so impressive. And how, like, dolphins have their own, like, the way that they like squeak or whatever is like their own ways of communicating yeah
1: they've got these sonar waves that are pretty amazing like their sensory
0: Hmm.
1: output and how they can orient towards like oceans
0: yeah and like even cats have their own ways of communicating they just yeah yeah um yeah and i think they all like i think animals in general are also very like sympathetic and they can tell when people feel a certain way and
1: not the ngogo chimpanzees though
0: (sighs) not the ngogo chimpanzees
1: (laughs) there was one special group of chimpanzees that was
0: i think we talked about it
1: considered like the largest and they went really brutal like this documentary the ngogo chimpanzees is still like no they still understood they still
0: understood emotions they just didn't Care,
1: <laughs> yeah, but they were eating other eh? like they yeah, were yeah. eating there, these long tailed,
0: yeah, these other monkeys, monkeys, like the
1: smaller ones mm. were kind of like they were cooperating though, like they were hunting, yeah, in uh, incorporate like, like humans were.
0: I still think of uh, like the blue eyes monkey who, like, oh, you could see like the whites of his eyes, and apparently, that's like abnormal in, yeah, monkeys. yeah, you can it, like,
1: detect the, the where he's looking. Eyes their their movement like yeah. better that's like it's an
0: interesting evolutionary kind of
1: the the white in their yeah, eyes Yeah, the right? being able to see the whites yeah. of somebody's yeah, eyes because then you can like see where they're looking. Where they looking yeah and then you can read read like their intention better mm-hmm. if they're up to something
0: what are they up to
1: and google chimpanzees are <laughs> yeah i was really scared i watched it twice but
0: it's,
1: <laughs> it's really scary actually
0: it gets pretty brutal at one point but i think in general it's just super fascinating it is yeah oh man i want to get a dog
1: are you are there dogs that are non-allergent
0: uh yeah like shih tzus, shih tzus. Uh, poodles
1: poodles are cool dogs
0: <laughs> but um i don't know
1: who <laughs> are these fashion designer dogs i always feel like fashion very, designer dogs yeah
0: what do you mean
1: and we had one german fashion designer called summer, okay and he was always having a poodle
0: oh okay okay yeah yeah oh yeah true yeah poodles are especially in books like they're always yeah, shown yeah, yeah. As, like the high fashion
1: SSR, uh, yeah, accessories
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> or chihuahuas chihuahuas
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah the dogs would be cool I'm more a cats person, though.
0: I'm allergic to cats.
1: It could be the Siberian cats.
0: Yeah, maybe. I would be okay with that. As long as I'm not allergic to it. That's my main concern. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's the saliva, though. It's like how they lick.
0: Yeah. preen. Yeah, but then, like, I can't... Like, even though it's the saliva, I can't, like, control. (laughs) True. Just don't... Don't clean yourself. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, but they, like... They have a different
0: saliva Uh,
1: uh, enzymes in their Mm. saliva or something i i forgot but i think there are cats that are better for allergies but i I think in general for you cats would not be the best idea right
0: probably not oh no gotta head out no oh well it's probably actually time for me to go to bed because it's getting late
1: it's getting late and yeah i was interesting about that. language is always a fascinating mm. field and yeah we can keep you updated for learning processes.
0: maybe i'll pick up some tagalog
1: tagalog yeah or let us know what languages we should learn
0: and what are the languages that you learn what are your experiences with um learning languages
1: oh yeah uh, special words in german english mm-hmm and and christmas
0: (laughs) and christmas and the christmas all right so yeah just you know the drill you just send us a message on discord send us an email send us a tweet write me on whatsapp all those things i would yeah, we love hearing your thoughts, and thanks to all the people who are always telling me who they're listen like that they're listening. So, like, yeah, messy, thank you so much. Thanks, CG. Thank you, Kristen and Lucy. Hello, hello. Thanks for listening, and anybody else out there, thank you so much for yeah your time.
1: Thank and you guys.
0: Until next time, any last words to be us? Nope. All right, bye. Bye
1: bye.